It's time for the show that everyone knows. It's time for the Green Side Up Show. And welcome in. Here we are. This is your co-host, Jerry G. Beck, along with Max Field, my brother. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get started for episode four. And We are very excited to have everybody with us. Hopefully you've listened to the other three episodes, including episode zero. If you haven't, go back, get those. A little bit of background on us. Episode 0 fills in some of the gaps on how we came up with the show. Some of the uh, segments. What we want to accomplish with this podcast. So if you haven't... What's the name of the podcast? Green Side Up. That's right. Green Side Up. You can find us on all the social mediums at... At Green Side Up Show. Green Side Up Show on Facebook, Twitter. TheGreensideUpShow.com. TheGreensideUpShow.com. You can visit our website where you can listen to this podcast directly from the website. Or you can find it in all your uh, podcast apps or however you choose to listen to podcasts on your Android device. I would assume most of you are following us uh, via social media and would just uh, run the player through uh, SoundCloud, yep. the, the embedded player. The good thing about SoundCloud is you can comment on the show as you listen to it live. And uh, we can get that feedback and uh, make changes and take uh, your suggestions into consideration. Live for them listening, not right. live for yeah. us recording. Now, obviously, we're a podcast. We're not live. So when you're listening to it, you can comment as you listen to the recorded show. How's that? Perfect. Thank you. All right. So the other things we're going to get into today is uh, hydration packs. We're due to some scheduling conflicts. We couldn't get Jimmy Dugan. Coach Dugan. On. Today. It's all right. We caught up with him, made sure uh, we, we asked him the questions we wanted to know. Yeah, we're also going to get into uh, Red, I think we're gonna Red give Bull you, Rampage. We're going to give you today one of the most critical skill sets that you can teach your young kids who play baseball. Hitting the cutoff man. Yes. If you can teach your kid to hit the cutoff man or if he is the cutoff man, what to do once the ball's been thrown to him – he will be leaps and bounds ahead of the competition uh, in his age group. I'm sure of it. All right. And uh, well, I'm sure we'll get into some mini rants at halftime. And, uh, yeah, we'll always have our halftime mini rants. And let's dive right into things we think people would like to know. All right. I'm going to start today. I've got uh, things people would like to know. And it's on the new iOS 10 update on your 1.1 gigawatts. 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 It takes a full gig, just so you know. It takes a full gig. So if you have apps, pictures, videos that uh, you need to delete or store somewhere hey, else, hey. better clear the phone because here comes a gig taken this, up by your iOS. This is my things people would like to know, not yours. Well, I'm just filling in. All right. So, yes, it does have some space, but if you manage your phone correctly with the iCloud or other... I don't trust. Means, a, I don't trust a cloud with your stuff. With my stuff, your photos. No, absolutely no. Oh uh, well, I don't use iCloud. Then no wonder your phone's all cluttered. But I use a Dropbox. Go sure, figure. go figure. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so on your new on your new update, when you you know come to the home screen and you used to swipe to the right. No, that's not the dating app. Swipe to the right. That's just the way that the phone was designed. And um, then you would like 
open your, oh, your home screen. It. I got it as a Tinder joke. <laughs> I'm with you. Gotcha. Coming from two married men yeah. that Swipe right have on. never used Whatever. a dating app in Whatever. their life. <laughs> so, sure. Anyways, um, once you swipe, it comes to this screen that tells you the time, the news, the apps that Siri thinks you want to open. What Siri um, thinks you'd like to know. Yes, the, <laughs> the calendar. And I said to myself, I want to edit the order of these things. Absolutely. But guess what? My pr- I haven't done it. I haven't updated. But I'm going to guess that you can't update those things. Yes, you can. Oh. Luckily. So if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, there's this little round button that says edit. Oh. And once you hit edit... It gives you, you can add more things, you can take away things, Okay. you can change the order. So there's so, something I think people would like to know. So this is Apple finally getting on the widget band wagon. Oh yeah, the widgets. This is their widgets. So for all of you but, hardcore but, Android but, people, you can laugh now because Apple has finally introduced the widget. The problem though is these widgets, there's only like a handful of my apps that are, should I say, widget-worthy? Well, I'm sure that once you submit your uh, programming for an iOS 10 app, it has to be... Widget-worthy? You know, wor- yeah, some widget code that you have to put in there to make it widget-available. Okay. I'm. You're just guessing. I'm just guessing. We're not Apple nerds. No, we are not. Okay. But anyway, so you can edit those. You can change the order. Um, you can add and remove some. It's totally up to you, and that's... Something I think people would like to know. But you still can't add widgets to your home screen as far as like your screen that has all your apps on it. No, it's not a PC. Or an Android. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, so there's only one place for widgets and it's on the widget screen. The opening screen? Whatever. We'll call it the widget screen. Alright. What do you think people right. would like to know? Today, there's there's a... there's a the, You guys aren't aware of this, but there's a, 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 a an epidemic... A pandemic? What are the differences? Epi-pan? There's a problem. A pandemic would be continental. Pandemic. An epidemic could be something that happens here and or there. Okay, it's we have a an social. epidemic that I believe uh, I have found a product to share that can solve this epidemic. Now, the epidemic is called smartphone distraction. You guys didn't even know it was labeled or termed, but that's a that's a, a term that refers to our society and the fact that we can't put our phones down. About two months ago, I went to eat at Chick-fil-A. Now, Chick-fil-A is a great restaurant. They only sell chicken. Yes, a, a chicken fillet store. <laughs> a restaurant that would only uh, sell chicken? What would they sell? What would they call this store? The chicken fillet store? That wouldn't be very good. <laughs> Love. That's the dumbest commercial. Uh, we have the meats. Arby's commercials are great. I love them. No, no. So anyway, we went to the Chick-fil-A store, and on the register, there was this little Happy Meal-looking type box. And I said, what is this box? And he said, oh, this is the – he had a name for it, the distraction box or whatever. And if you ate your – if you took a box and everyone in your party put their phones in the box and the phones remained inside this box for the entire meal, your whole party got free ice cream cones. I mean, so, if you uh, had a, a party of 10 and you all put your phones in and no one looked at their phones throughout the course of you eating your meal, you all got ice cream cones. So we thought, heck, 
what a better way to get free dessert for our kids than just put our phones away for a meal. So we did it. Now, I was perusing Facebook and I found the Distractagon. The Distractagon is a time lock box. It's making my distraction be gone. Be gone. You are going to set up to four devices in this box. You're going to hit how long you want it locked and then you're going to hit it lock. Hit the lock button and it will not open until the timer has ran down. What if there's an emergency and I need I it to no open? I have no idea. I don't know what their protocols are, but I think it's a fabulous concept. I think it would be great for you to come home, put your phone in the lockbox, hit lock, and it's not available until you wake up the next morning. Or if you just want to eat dinner with your kids, it's or you're, two hours. Or of, if you are going to be a host of a, a party, you say, look, when you get into my house, your phone goes in the box and we're done. We're not going to sit and peruse Facebook while we hang out with each other's couches, on each other's couches. Right. Um, but it only holds four, right? Up to four devices. So you, if you have a party, you're going to have to have like... Well, one of them's $45, but you can get two for 79 which I think's the best deal. Go ahead and just get the two for 79 It's on Kickstarter right now, Distractagon. That's D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-A-G-O-N-E, Distractagon. Since we're talking about Kickstarter, since you brought it up, right? Um, there's another product that's not necessarily on our episodes uh, list or anything. Like it's not in our forecast right. or anything. It's just something I saw. Um, I bought a a little wallet from a company called Basics. Yeah. Well, they've changed their name to Nomad. N O M A D. Uh huh. And they make a a bag, a travel bag. Oh, you were telling me about this. It's a bag. back it's like a backpack slash duffel bag slash shoe Camp- carrier slash shirt folder slash laundry basket. Camper slash apartment. Yeah. So for no monetary gain from me, go check out Nomad and buy one of their right. freaking cool bags. And I don't have any monetary gain in the Distractagon. I just thought it was a sweet concept. Uh, just so you guys have some stats, they are halfway through their pledge. They have twenty two days to go. So if you're interested in the Distractagon box, uh, head up to Kickstarter and search for Distractagon. There we go. Those are the things that I think people would like to know. Awesome. All right. So let's dig right into Mr. Coach Dugan and uh, your coach for the Rockford Peaches, Jimmy Dugan. Didn't he, wasn't he like a pro baseball player? He was a pro baseball player. And then uh, obviously the bottle um, took its toll on him, and, and he uh, tore up his knee. Definitely tore. Didn't up have his any knee. cartilage in no, his no knee. No, no cartilage in his knee. Trigger finger. He could shoot Nazis, but he didn't have any cartilage in his knee. Okay. So uh, anyway, he uh, he was a baseball coach. Uh, he he uh, kind of got famous not only from his playing days, but for his small stint coaching the Rockford Peaches. And and for those listeners who don't know who the Rockford Peaches are, give them a little clip or a little information on who they are uh well the rockford peaches were uh, a professional women's baseball team that was organized as a part of a league that the united states kind of put together the major league baseball uh put together while during world war ii so they didn't want to lose baseball so they just made girls yes play. they uh, while all the men were out fighting the war they decided that they would uh scout for the top female talent and uh, create a baseball league so people could continue to watch baseball while the the war was going on. 
And people paid to go watch this. People paid good money. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Girls can play baseball. Girls can't play baseball. Do you do you know any that play baseball? Uh no, not not personally. I don't know any females that play baseball. Okay. So Anyway, uh, so coach, what's Coach, coach Dugan, Dugan doing? was up to? I, he's been he's uh, after he give me that pen again. Anyway, after he uh, got done coaching, he's no no he walked away. Now he's back. After he got done coaching the the peaches, he uh, retired from professional sports and uh, started coaching little league. Sweet, molding young minds. Okay, yeah, he wasn't. He he always had good advice. He did. He uh, he 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 would give great advice. He was very uh, knowledgeable about the game. Always wanting to to hit the cutoff man. When when and when not to bunt. When and when not to bunt. You know why would you bunt when you got your best hitter up? Things like that. Well, well, they wanted she wanted to move the runner. Yeah. Well, you got your best hitter up. Just swing away. Who was the best hitter? Marla Hooch. Yeah, she was pretty good. She was really good. Her so, and Dottie Henson. Dottie Henson and her, uh, you know, Kit. Her Kit's, Kit, Kit, Kit's sister. Kit, Kit, Kit would have been a fabulous uh, player for her time, but she just couldn't lay off the, the high fastball. No, and she was always living in Dottie's shadow. Yeah, she couldn't get away from that. Quite literally. Yeah, absolutely. Dottie was a large woman. Yep. Tall. Very tall. Something I'm not familiar no, with. No, no, you're not. So anyway, uh, you know, Coach Dugan... Um, you know, took him to the championship game that year. It only lasted, uh, I believe, one few years, a couple uh, years, a couple years, a couple years. The league wasn't around that long, um, but definitely uh, had the had a great run with the Rockford Peaches. They beat Racine, right? Yep, they, the Racine Bells. Bells in the in the in a and Kit transferred or traded or she was free traded, agent. She or, was traded. Uh, she was traded right before the playoffs, and then um, had to pitch against her sister. Had to pitch. She ended up pitching in the World Series, and uh, yeah, it was a it was a tough battle between the Rockford Peaches and the Racine Bells. Sweet. Okay, so young minds molding young minds, Mister Dugan. Well, how does he do that? Well. He teaches sound principles. And like we said in our intro, you know, the one thing that uh, would really bother Coach Dugan if you didn't do it was hit the cutoff man. I know my coach didn't like that. Yeah. And, and the reason is, is because, you know, I don't want to put it all on Evelyn. I don't want to put it all on her. But it happened, to, it seemed to happen to her quite a bit. You know, why would you throw home when, when you, you've got a two run lead? I don't understand. I, if you keep the hitter off second, then you can turn two. Hit the cutoff, man. And get out of the inning. You let the runner get on second base, and we lost the lead because of you. So hit the cutoff, man. He was very particular about that concept. I remember him getting in her face with his fingers. Oh, yeah. Evelyn. Evelyn. Chew, chew. Oh. He had chew dripping down his chin. Yep, always, always with a wad in his, in his, in his cheek. So, anyway, he, he great coach. Kind of great. Get, get caught up with him at the, the ball diamond the other day. All right, Mr. Jimmy Dugan. Jimmy Dugan. Avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. That's good advice. All right. Well, sounds like Mr. Dugan's up to no good. Teaching young minds. Molding young minds. Molding young minds.
halftime! All right. This time on the Halftime Rant, Jerry G. Beck is going to talk about those stupid fast cooking videos. You see oh, these on panda. you see these panda on social face, media. Yes, these are yes. the, the most ridiculous things ever. They teach you how to make a gourmet meal in like thirty eight seconds. Let me let me tell you about these are these. dumb. Let me tell you about how dumb these are because they're not dumb. Uh, <laughs> they are. They're not dumb. I'm going to I'm going to debate this for just one second. Two months ago, I saw one of these little cooking videos, as you would call it, about this amazing dessert. Okay had mint chocolate chips, it was fr- mint chocolate chip ice cream, it was frozen, uh, looked amazing. Looked look, what would resembled roughly Winger's asphalt pie. So not that good. It was amazing, okay? I sent this video to my mother-in-law and said this would be awesome for my birthday dessert. Didn't think anything of it. I show up for my birthday to dinner, and lo and behold, what did she make for dessert? The dumb cooking video. The cook. She used the cooking video to make this amazing. It's gonna be a staple. It's gonna be a regular. It's. It was so good, and we wouldn't have been able to have that had it not been for one of these, what you deem dumb short cooking. Videos. Well, the thing that that really bothers me is that they make these uh, meals or items that take, you know, hours or you know several minutes. And they squeeze it into 38-second videos and make it look so easy. Well, I it, guarantee you it wasn't that easy. It, it, they generally are, but you literally have to click on Read More, and it gives you the full recipe and all the ingredients. Sure. It's, it's dumb. It's a way to share. It food. makes me hungry, okay. and I can't cook the stuff because I'm not in a place where I can cook it when I'm, you know, reading my social media feed. Well, I don't know what to tell you. We've used it. We've we've created several th- we've cooked several things off of these short videos and they've been great. They've all been great. Well, I'm going brown side down. Brown side down. Now, for those that have just joined our podcast, we do a mini rant uh, each halftime and the show name is Green side up. And so if there's something we don't like, we say... It's a turf reference. It's a turf reference. Green side up. And we say green side up if we like something or brown side down if we don't. So apparently short cooking videos get a brown side down from Jerry. Brown side down. Brown side down. Okay, my mini rant today, uh, I've, I've, you know, I've been trying to mellow out in my life. You know, I've been trying to kind of kick back and not let so many things um, really, really kind of bother me. Uh, but I gotta, I gotta say that uh, I am very bothered by neighborhood dogs and cats doing their business in my yard. There's a reason I don't have a pet. It's because I don't want to clean up after my pet. So. You technically do have a pet. It lives at someone else's house. Yeah, that's that that and it's that's another that's story. That's another story for another episode. However, what bothers me? Okay, let Agre- me just agreed. What bothers me is that if a dog or a cat does its business in my yard and the owner knows about it, that really bothers me. Some owners teach their pets to do that. I understand, and that is literally brown side down. Brown side up. <laughs> Brown side of a lot of stuff that I got to pick up when I mow my grass. Well, my favorite, I, I own a dog, and then uh, recently I've 
been coerced into owning several other pets. We won't get into that. Hamsters, geckos. Gecko's actually pretty cool. Uh, very low maintenance. Um, anyhow, we have a dog. And my favorite part about being the dog owner to my really, really, really good friend who's my neighbor, uh, who's an absolute pet hater, is that every time this friend comes out of his house and my dog sees him, he goes right after him, barks barks like crazy, so it is and then true. jumps up onto him, wants him to pet him, and it's awesome. Like, All right. the non-pet lover just gets bombarded with my dog. Well, hey, you know, that it is what it is living next, you know, living in a neighborhood that has dogs and cats, you know. Uh, I hate cats. They poop all over my lawn. They bring. They, they leave, dig in they, my sandbox. They, they, lay, they leave dead mice on your doorstep. They have babies who can't find food and die in my window wells. There, that really happened. Brutal. Happened? Yes, happened? you had a litter of kittens die in your window. Well, well, not a litter, but I've had multiple cats die in my window well. Jeez, how deep are your window wells? Deep enough that I should just bury them. <laughs> And that was an extended halftime rant by Jerry and Max. Well, you know, while you're burying those cats in your window well, you might get a little thirsty. So you will want to keep hydrated as you dig and shovel to bury those dead cats in your deep window wells. Yeah, the 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 what the frig is this product of today is hydration packs. And there's so many different uses for these little packs. They're, they're fabulous. And it depends on what you're doing. Um, I mountain bike, as I've mentioned in some of the other episodes. Um, we'll get into Red Bull Rampage a little bit later after this segment. Um, but So my, my extensive experience with hydro packs or hydration packs... Um, Camelbacks is is hey you know Camelback that's a brand thing like Band Aid yeah, yeah, so, or Kleenex right you don't ever say I'd like a facial tissue no you, you say, say I, I want, want a Kleenex. Kleenex or a Q-tip you don't say may I have a felt tipped ear swab say you got any Q-tips yeah uh, Band Aid would be another one you don't ever say uh, yeah I don't need a band a, 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 a skin bandage skin, or whatever skin, they're called I don't even know what they're called Bandages. Or, oh, no, no, I got one. Can you make me a bunch of photocopies? This one's probably maybe not as relevant because I think we do use copies today, but it used to be Xerox. I need some Xerox copies. Remember that? Yes. We used to say that. We need some Xerox copies. Because Xerox was the company that Xerox made the copies. Xerox was the company, the big company back then. Yeah. So anyway, Camelback has done this in this industry. Right. I, uh, I'm going to go buy a Camelback. Gonna, I need to get a Camelback. And what kind of Camelback do you have? Uh, you have a platypus. <laughs> so, anyway, Camelback, uh, Deuter, 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 how do you say that brand? Yeah, I don't know. Deeter. Deeter. Whatever. Sure. Somebody can correct us. Um, Osprey. Uh, these, are, these are some of the major brands that make these hydration packs. And... The thing that sets them apart is they're they're smaller. I mean, the idea is to carry as little stuff as you need and all of the weight that you're carrying is in your actual bladder as the liquid. Right. Whether it's water or 
Gatorade or whatever. I mean, you virtually every backpack use. nowadays has a spot to put a hydration bladder. Right. Backpacking backpacks, uh, school backpack. I mean, you name it. And they all have the little hole that the, the, the tube can come shoulder, out of the shoulder. Right. Yeah. It, at least if you're buying a backpack worth its salt. Man, yeah. You don't even need to buy a great one. It's just got to be, you know, an average priced, average built backpack. Absolutely. So anyway, uh, depending on your activity would depend on the size of the bladder hydration pack you need. Yeah. Well, or the pack itself. Oh yeah, sure. So I mean, if you, I think mine's an eighteen uh, milliliter pack, uh, enough to carry some tubes for my mountain bike, some tools. Um, pump, you know, some of that type of stuff, granola bar, and then, you know, you throw the bladder in there, fills the rest of it up. Uh, if you're running, if you're just uh, into running or trail running or something like that, I've seen these people wear the, the tiny little uh, uh, backpacks that just barely fit the bladder, and that's about it. Um, and then, you know, you could get into the, the backpacks for hiking, and throw the bladders in those as well. So uh, if you're looking for a bladder, the best place to go is GearMaster.com. If you followed us in all of our episodes so far, you know they're one of our main sponsors of the show. It's G-E-A-R-M-A-S-T-R.com. There's no E in master. It's M-A-S-T-R.com. You can go there. You can search all the types of gear that you like to get whether it's backpacks hydration packs or you know we talked about tents in another episode we've talked about um drones what else did we talk about can't remember what the other we, one we was. covered uh one of my favorite uh concealed carry holsters oh yeah the stealth gear onyx uh both in inside the waistband and appendix carry so anyway um you know that type of gear you go to GearMaster.com and search, and uh, you'll find the best deals on that specific gear. Um, it compares all the major sites, and you can uh, get it shipped right to you and take care of business right there on GearMaster.com. Right, and you can you can you can pick. I mean, it's it's fabulous because you'll be able to select the exact. It's type fabulous. Of it's going to be great. Huge. Uh, it's so going to be stupendous. We're going to build a wall. Great. We're going to build a wall of gear with hydration. Well, if you maybe we could supply the hydration packs for those people building the wall. Uh, that'd be a good idea. Let's 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 start efforting that uh, that that connection. We'll have to get it. We'll have to get in touch with the Donald. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, he's probably a little busy tonight. Maybe just a little. He's got his hands full. All right. We're going to move off the what the frig is this and into. Outside the box. Brought to you in parts by Safety Trucks, supplying high quality safety products for less. That's safetytrucks.com. S A F E T Y T R U X.com. Nailed it! Finally spelled it right. Man, that was tough. I've been working off, I've been working really hard memorizing that. All right, the uh, outside the box is. Red Bull Rampage? Red Bull Rampage. Why is it outside the box? Not a lot of people know about it. It's not a mainstream event as far as, you know, it's not like the Super Bowl or the World Series or, you know, anything more well-known. But It's it like 
the the primo outside the box example. It is nothing about this is normal. No, no, it nothing absolutely is, nothing. And if if you guys don't know what Red Bull Rampage is, I'm telling you, go watch some videos on YouTube, and you will understand why we say nothing about this event is normal. Seventy, they 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 jumped a seventy foot gap, did flips over it, back flips. They tried some front. They tried a front flip, crashed, over rotated. Uh, still haven't uh, landed the front flip over that gap, but uh, you know they drop like 120 foot cliffs. They ride down uh, nearly vertical walls that are the the width of uh, your bike tire. Well, no, they're like they have to be at least three feet wide to so fit your body down. They're pretty narrow. Yeah. I was, was going to say the size of the table. I was just trying to give some imagery. Very thin. Very, uh, how about this? They're hairline trails. Hairline. Hairline. Yes. So it says, uh, th- this is straight from uh, Red Bull's website. It says, uh, the list of world-class athletes competing in this year's Rampage is the world's toughest free ride mountain bike event. And there's 21 athletes. Um, and then uh, let me give you the list of this year's of uh, contestants. Uh, Kurt Sorge, he was last year's winner. Uh, Andrew Lacondagi um, won the year before. Um, Graham Agazi, Brandon Semenik, Thomas Janon, Cam Zink, uh, Darren uh, Bearcloth, Brandon Fairclaw, Sam Reynolds, Remy Mataille from France. I hope I said that right. Kyle Strait, and then Pierre Edouard Ferry. Now, are you have to be invited to this event? You do. So yes, all that, these individuals have been. They've done what? Like what have they done to be like recognized as we're going to invite you? Well, uh, a bunch of them have actually won the event, so that helps. Okay, so if you win it, you get a. You usually, you usually get invited back. Okay, what um, else would get you invited? I think that when they do the the FMB, which stands for Free Ride Mountain Bike Series, when they do the free the FMB uh, series events, if you finish with enough points over the course of the year, that uh, can qualify you to get an invite. Um, then they've got also got like here's the wild card uh, athlete invite list. Um, so I'm not, I'm not just showing up and signing a waiver. No, no, no. You have to be invited. Okay. By the Red Bull now, uh, rampage get, committee. Now, when you get invited, explain to those who are listening that well, aren't hold familiar. On, hold on. Let me finish the, 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 the list. I don't yeah. think we're really interested in the wild yeah, card these list. Guys care. Those guys, are yeah. those guys listening? They might. Antoine Bazette. Okay. Brett Reader. Brett Reader just won the, the uh, Crankworks uh, free ride event. It was a pretty awesome run. You should look look it up. Was that a Whistler? I believe it was. Yeah. Um, Carson Storch, Connor McFarland, James Dorfling, Kyle Norbeaton, Logan uh, Bignelli. Uh, Logan's actually a local kid from Utah, I believe. Oh, cool. Down in St. George. He grew up. He should have an advantage living so close to Virgin. <laughs> so he's uh, ridden those mountains quite a bit. Yeah, this event is taking place in. It takes place in Virgin, Utah, out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, Tom Van Steenbergen, Tyler McCall, and then the alternates are Bass Van Steenbergen, Tyler's brother, or Tom's brother, excuse me. Uh, Mitch Chuby, who I had a chance to visit with last year personally, for about fifteen or twenty minutes while he was 
chilling up halfway up the hill. Didn't even know he was a contestant. Started talking to him, just you know, hanging out. And then all of a sudden, he's like, "Oh, he's like, excuse me, I got, I gotta go ride." And so he, you know, nice. he goes off and and uh, did his run. But he 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 wrecked twice. We had kind of a tough year last year. Ryan Howard, Louis Rabol, and Ethan Nell are the alternates. So that's the list for this year. And um, like Max said, I want you to go do a little bit of research on these videos and just see how intense these ridges are, these drops. Let me give you this this little nugget. Basically, the event consists of being on top of a mountain and getting down in the fastest, coolest, most daring way that you can possibly imagine and dream up. Usually it's in about four minutes. From the top of the mountain down in four minutes. I like that. I mean, it's just incredible the things these guys drop off. The the and they treat they treat these they're gigantic jumps like motocross style jumps, just oh, huge. Yeah. yeah, they got they got the the one thing I really have enjoyed, and I guess the rules are changing this year, and you can get in that in a second. But the thing I like is that they they build these ramps and and these drops that enhance the natural features of the the cliff. Now it's kind of hard to understand what the cliff looks like because until you go look at the landscape of virgin utah you you don't really understand how how the mountain looks but virtually it looks like a gigantic red rock that has water poured down it and it was eroded out and these guys make their way down through all these the nooks and crannies launching themselves off of these incredibly high cliffs and uh jumping over gaps to get down to the the finish line is that a fair way to describe it yeah that's exactly what happens and and you know some of these guys will do sections of their run while they're testing the and building and digging the these lines yeah so the, tell, talk to us about that they go how how early do they go to start shoveling out and digging out uh lines and jumps and creating uh features for them to hit to to launch off? oh a week or so is all they they go and they uh, you know they pick their route basically down the mountain and then they don't want to their route has to be kind of unique they don't all want to share the same route i mean some of the routes will overlap and such but they uh they dig these routes out and practice as best they can because i mean it's not you know every day you want to go and drop a 115 foot yeah. drop i mean Sure. So they'll do these sections at a time, and sometimes they won't even run their full run before the actual event, the entire run, you know? You're right, right. They'll just have run it in sections and know that in that section they need to do this, and in that section they need to do that. Well, that's cool. All right, so if you're looking for something outside the box... That is a definite outside-the-box event that's held in Utah. Again, it's in Virgin. It's uh, kind of by Zion, if you've been design you've you've driven through virgin you've probably seen the event side of the mountain and never even known it yep um anyway it's a couple it's two day event three day event it's usually yeah it's two or three day event uh i think it's uh two two days uh they've changed the way that they've done the qualifying rounds so it just depends on the year it's always evolving red bull does a pretty good job of uh keeping their events current and and hip and cool um 
they threw they throw a really good event and uh if you have a chance in mid-october sometime then i recommend you go see it well that sounds like it'll be it's green side up it's that that is definitely a green side up event all right let's uh should we close let's close this episode down all right shut her down shutting it down Okay, so wrap up. What did we talk about today? Uh, we talked about uh, the stupid t- cooking videos. Stupid cooking videos. Awesome product called Distractagon to help cure your smartphone distraction ailment. Uh, had an iOS 10 tip. We talked. Uh, caught up with Jimmy Dugan and gave you the single, single, the most. The, I don't even know what I'm the trying. Single to say. most important single most thing important in baseball. Thing you can teach your young baseball player, and it is hit the cutoff man. Hit the cutoff man. And uh, we, we delved into R- R- Red Bull Rampage. Talked about some hydra- hydration packs. Talked about camelbacks that you would need as you go to Red Bull Rampage. Yes, this is a very important uh, piece of because it's like two miles that you to get bring. in there. It's like two miles to even. Yeah, you get either to have to hike or ride your bike in. In okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty impressive. Well, that's you're going to get dirty. Come 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 ready to get dirty. All right, so now what's the scouting report for next week? Next week we are going to uh, get caught up with um, one of our favorites. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's... Uh, I've got it here. I've got uh, the... What the frig is this is hunting stuff since we've got... We're getting yeah, hunting, hunting stuff's season. coming up, uh, at least here in Utah. The general deer hunt starts uh, October... Uh, yeah, October twenty second, uh, the the bull elk and spike elk a general hunt start you know a week or so before that. So we'll get into some hunting stuff. We're gonna talk a little bit of NASCAR. The Sprint Cup series is winding down. Yes, it is. That'll be that's gonna be outside the box. Yes, outside the box will be NASCAR. And uh, catching up for real is uh, Max has got a really good one for us. It's gonna be Bobbly Swagger. Oh yeah. Well, with hunting season coming up, I thought we could reach out to. Uh, Mr. Swagger and talk and maybe get some uh, tips on long range shooting. He would definitely have some long range tips. Definitely. Um, you know, you're not ever even going to see him coming. Okay. So just know that. All right. Uh, so we'll get caught up with uh, Bob Lee, Get hopefully get some good hunting tips for you, uh, go over some good hunting gear, and then... Uh, Find you somewhere in the woods? Yeah. Because this is something I think people would like to know. And we will definitely definitely give you some things that we think people would like to know all right thanks for joining us on episode four this has been jerry g beck and max field and remember this is the green side up show and you can contact us on all the regular social media outlets at greensideupshow.com or at greensideupshow twitter instagram anything Facebook. just greensideupshow you'll find us greensideupshow this has been greenside up thanks for joining us